0: And we're back with episode 208 of the TNA Across the Line podcast. I am Bob Colleen Jr. With me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, it's the New Year's special. Happy New Year. Woo! It's 2006, and TNA has decided to put on the first match in 2006 history. Right straight at midnight. We are going to get a NWA World Tag Team Championship match when America's Most Modern will be defending against apparently new best buds, AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels. But first, we have to relive 2005, where we are going to go through some of the more topical moments. We have our typical year-end awards that we tend to discuss after each year. And we're doing that in large part because this special is about 21 minutes long. And, uh, well, we'd like to have longer episodes than just 21 minutes. So, Dallas, how are you feeling? Are you looking forward to this earth-shattering face of TNA announcement that's going to be happening here on the special?
1: Uh, yeah, I can't imagine what it's going to be. We've only been teasing Sting for four weeks. Well, yeah, even like two years. What will it be? Uh, off
0: and on um, appearances.
1: I do think this is a very interesting um, special that we're doing. Obviously, uh, literally 24 hours ago, uh, we dropped our episode with the New Year's Eve special. Uh, we are so we're dropping this at midnight on New Year's Day. I'm sure everyone is going to listen to it as soon as it drops. At <laughs> midnight. Yeah.
0: Happy New Year. Get the TNA Cross Live yeah. Pod. Download the
1: episode. Um, (laughs) Hey, maybe someone else.
2: Um,
1: But we are doing a little bit different this year. And um, really, it's because this is the first year so far since we started uh, covering 2002 that they actually have something going on at the end of the year. And Normally, we kind of fill our end of the year with some bonus episodes and our year in review. And so we're doing a little different this year. We're mixing it up. And since we have this New Year's Day special, which is a very short actual episode of Impact, because it does still count as an episode of Impact, um, it, uh, we're going to mix it up. And we're going to talk about 2005 before we hit the very first episode of 2006. So this should be, uh, this should be interesting.
0: Yeah, now uh, as we came to a close in 2005, um, we had a, a tragedy take place on TNA television. That was the formal demise of Four Life Crew, where Bob Armstrong yeah. attempted, and seemingly got through to Conan to be like, "Hey, we can talk it out." Remember who was there for you Thanksgiving? Who invited you over? And Conan was like, "You, Bob." And so we thought, "Oh, they're gonna go talk it out." Well, about seven minutes later, it turns out Bob Armstrong, Bob Armstrong got his ass whooped, and it was yeah. not only by Conan but also a mean mug in Apollo who's got a do rag on or a mm-hmm. bandana. And then the newly debuting homicide homicide, blah, blah, blah. that's a ring of honor reference for people who don't know. <laughs> yeah. So Cohen's uh, got his little uh, group of guys. I almost said posse, but from what I've learned from LeBron James is that's considered offensive. So I'm not going to say that.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I wasn't going to say that anyways, but good to know. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have this this new group. Um, Apollo is a very interesting part of that. I'm very interested to see how this moves forward and how long he may be involved. <laughs> because what the fuck? Um, I
0: just yeah. I feel like Apollo. I don't know. To me, I don't get like a uh, gangster vibe or like a thug vibe from Apollo.
1: I feel like that's going to be switched a lot sooner than we expect. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, that's maybe my wild guess here.
0: He comes across to me more like a. Uh,
1: um, like a masked lion. El Leon. El Leon.
0: No, he's a, I don't know. He seems like the type of guy that would have like a varsity jacket on. Yeah, I guess i so. a star high school
1: linebacker. Yep, I could see that for sure.
0: Not like, hey, I'm going to beat you up with a pizza cutter backstage or something.
1: Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's a very interesting situation, um, but we will probably talk more about both the New Year's Eve special and the New Year's special that we're about to watch on our next episode, too, because uh, I'll, I'll just tell you right now, um, we're kind of light on notes uh, for our next episode. We're not doing any notes on today's episode. We are going to do our year in review and then we're going to watch the New Year's Day special and talk about that and enjoy it. And then next week, it's pretty slim pickings. Um, so we'll talk more about kind of what's been happening. And then I think then we're going to be back on track, I think, after that. But um, even the notes that we covered on the New Year's Eve special, some of them were actually really probably should have talked about on our next episode. But nothing was spoiler, alert So, eh, you know, it worked. Mm-hmm. So, Bob, let's uh let's do some uh, chatting here about 2005 do it there's um well it's both of us doing it it's not i'm not gonna be, to <clears throat> be talking, no but, you do it i don't i don't want to talk about nothing so there's a couple ways we could uh we could kick this off i don't remember exactly off the top of my head how we've done it in years past i guess we should maybe go through our favorite moments um and our uh awards and then we can talk about a little bit of the i guess we'll call them stats that i i went through and tried to collect as far as debuts match stipulations uh, all that kind of fun stuff And then, to top it off, before we get into the episode, I did go through the 2005 um, Wrestling Observer Awards. And anything Uh that included a TNA uh, wrestler, I pulled. And uh, we can talk through that to kind of wrap us up.
2: Um,
1: And I think just like in years past, this was going to be a a fluid conversation. And we're just going to have a good time here reliving, um, I think, arguably... One of both of our favorite years in TNA history.
0: Yeah, I mean, I certainly have a lot more <clears throat> memories about 2005 than I recall anything prior, and probably even future.
1: Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I I definitely agree with that.
0: 2005 was definitely a year where I, well, 2004 too, like in the beginning, like uh, beginning of the FS one, but 2005 in terms of watching it every week. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely was, especially um, when it was, like, right, on, right after I got home from school at 3 right. o'clock on a Friday.
1: And as I've said about 500,000 times, and I promise, guys, I will stop bringing it up because it's not going to be relevant anymore. But these freaking DVDs I got, it was like, I mean, yeah, there was one 2004 show, but there was 2005, and that's kind of what my introduction really was um, into TNA. So uh, the memories... And the the nostalgia for 2005 TNA Wrestling for me is pretty freaking high. Yeah. And I I definitely really enjoyed <clears throat> going through all this. I think it was a really great time. So I guess, uh, Bob, you have the list, too, in front of you of our, our normal awards here. So let's just we'll just chat through these and we'll kind of see what um, both of our memories are and thoughts are as far as some of the. Um, special moments and stuff throughout the year
0: yeah disclaimer i didn't put any thought into this because uh, dallas sent me this uh what two days ago and then i decided I not to. Crap. no yeah no i'm not saying it was too short a time i'm just saying i just didn't sit down and like wrap my head around uh potential ideas so if if i were to miss something uh don't murder me in the youtube comments lance thank you yeah.
1: Well, and to be fair, I think that generally, um, you kind of, you kind of like going kind of off the cuff with this, uh, and you have a better memory than I have anyway. So it kind of, I, I put, I put some thought in and then some of this, this year, I'm kind of going to be a little bit more fluid myself. Um, just trying to get everything else together. And it's of course a crazy time of the year. So,
0: well, I like to do it off the cuff too, because that's just my natural thought instead Mm -hmm. of like sitting down and being, Oh, I thought 20 minutes of who I thought
1: was the best of whatever right well uh, i guess to kick us off then i mean no matter what it is this should um come come across to us because the most shocking moment if it's not shocking we're not going to remember it right so
0: that's true (laughs) that's
1: uh what are your thoughts about that we we saw a, a lot of stuff happen this year um it wasn't as wild west as it has been in the past but um you know there's plenty of stuff that was uh Shocking, including Shocker, uh, which I did not write down. I'm just making a joke. <laughs> the shocking moment is Shocker, the McDonald's
0: guy coming in and <laughs> having a few months of a run. Uh, no, so the first thing that came to my mind for this is Jeff Jarrett beating Raven for the NWA world title in Canada. And I'm going to tag on AMW turning heel uh, as a result.
1: I think though that is a very big one. For sure. Yeah.
0: I mean, when, I mean, obviously it's been 18 years, so we know that it happens. But when you watch the match and then you see AMW coming out and being like, yo, hey, fuck you. Well, we're with Jeff Jarrett now. And yeah, AMW, I guess on television, we had noticed an attitude change was a Bruin <clears throat> with their feud with the Naturals and kind of interaction there. Yep. But um, I think right before you go onto national TV, uh, in the velocity spot, to have your world champion who had been the champion for the internet uh, era, which I don't know if I brought it up before, but I feel like Raven was the internet era champion because he was like kind of an internet darling. Mm. You know what I mean? That's so interesting.
1: that's an interesting way to look at that. Yeah.
0: So for like three months, it's uh, you know, Raven has had that internet uh, fandom. You know, fans of the internet tend to go for the ecw guys or whatever so they kind of you know latch on to that so uh that kind of whole situation of Jarrett winning the belt AMW officially turning yeah kind of uh, plays a part and i'm sure i know what your most shocking moment is because uh, i'm more i'm more like his listing ones see say like we, this is the pit like my absolute most shocking
1: moment. well no but now that you bring that up i i don't think that you can deny that like especially the AMW heel turn. If you've been watching TNA since June 2002, okay. He just then, said June 2002 because he doesn't know the exact date. June uh, 19th. Damn it. Okay. I almost said 16th.
0: I almost said 16th too, but it's definitely
1: 19th. I almost said 16th. Um, <laughs> June 19th, 2002, um, and you have fi- you've been watching this whole time, dude. I mean we're 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 deep, right? And um the top babyface team joins Jeff Darren turns heel. I mean, that is huge.
0: I mean they I mean they had teased it in oh three with like the sex stuff when like Chris Harris was like, What's the big deal? I'm just hanging out with Yeah, I love that stuff. <laughs> Sanders. I'm just wearing my friend's shirt. What about well, who cares? I love that. I love I like that nice shirt. You know, I like the logo. Everybody likes sex, you know. Whatever, you know.
1: Right. Um. So I do. I totally agree with that. Now, the one that first came to my head, though, was something I happened a little bit later in the year, and that was the debut of Christian Cage. Yeah, I knew. That. I knew you were going to say that. Now, kind of, you know, listing some other things that came to mind as we we're as we we're talking here too. Um, you could even argue Raven winning the title at Slammiversary Uh, Sure. Could could be considered. I I think we're well past the time that we thought he should have and probably um, could have won it. So him winning was a pretty big deal. Um, You could say them making their debut on Spike TV. This company, they've been saying since we started, they're going to close. They're going to shut down. They're going to do this. Well, now we're on national TV. We're not on FSN in some places in the afternoon. Yeah, we have the velocity time slot, but we're on national TV on Spike TV. So, I mean, that's a pretty big deal, too. Uh, Yeah, you're right. I might need to agree with you, though, dude. I mean, as a TNA fan, Jarrett doing, like, winning the title essentially at an indie show, right? And AMW turning is freaking huge. I mean, that was a big deal. That's
0: what I think is the most shocking. Part that's the thing. Of that that's the thing. It wasn't at a TNA event. It was in,
1: yeah. Borders in Rust. That's a big deal. I mean, it was so big that we, uh, we it wasn't even crossed our mind. Like, should we cover this this match? It was we have to do this. Right. It's part of the show, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, it's like between between that and Christian, uh, just because Christian coming in is like. I mean, you could argue Team 3D. Obviously, I don't think that's as big of a thing as Christian Cage um, in the landscape of what was happening in wrestling. We talked about Christian that. Christian like
0: they... Cage is a, is a bigger get than Team
1: 3D. Absolutely. Well, and Team 3D wasn't even doing anything for, like, almost a full year, really, before they even made their debut. We talked yeah, about that.
0: I, I think the only other thing they had done was the uh, one-night stand. Yeah. Or were they on the hardcore homecoming shows, too? Ooh, I don't know if they were. Well, either way, I know they were at the One Night Stand show. I don't think they
1: were, because weren't they still with WWE at that time? I don't remember. They might
0: have. I think you're right. Oh. I don't think they're doing... They might be on the later hardcore homecoming shows, but not the June one.
1: I think that's what it is, yep. Well, to follow up from the most shocking moment, we have the most disappointing moment. And this one I wasn't really sure about until... You just mentioned Raven losing the title at Border City Wrestling.
0: Oh, so you're going to say that's the the most disappointing.
1: I mean, you could consider
0: it to be. Uh, I'm going to not say a specific moment, but I'm going to say the absolute, what turned out to be horrendous booking of Mountie Brown. Yeah. And that's in reference to the refusal of putting the title on him and then he turns heel for god knows what reason
2: mm-hmm.
0: then it's like i'm gonna kind of turn face then it's like hey we might be bringing in sting so like join up again with Jarrett and amw in team canada Yep, it, it's just uh, there's no consistency for uh, the alpha male i agree so I, i'm gonna i'm gonna say my most disappointing moment is um uh, brown not not being elevated to the main event scene throughout the year which he definitely should have been with there's no doubt about it he is uh, right now on the babyface side in your you know main event you got rhino who i don't think is a main event guy right now i think he's upper mid card especially as a babyface i don't think he's a as a, a boss. yeah So you have Rhino, you have Christian Cage, obviously. He's your probably top face. Um, Stang, I guess, if if he's the announcement, if he comes in. So you have your one-two there. And now, again, I'm talking about heavyweight main event. So not AJ, because he's clearly doing other things and whatever. So that's your two. Ron Killings, maybe, I guess, is your third. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't know. Sabu? Like Sabu. what? Wow. For I structure. don't know. So your heel side seems a bit heavy, and then your face side seems a bit light. So Monty Brown not being on mm-hmm. the face side just does not make any sense in the world to me. Yeah, so. I agree with that. Cause on um, the heel side you have you have Jared, you have Monty Brown, Abyss, Fucking amw right i mean i don't, I don't simon diamond simon Diamond.
1: <laughs> yeah it's all uh, team
0: canada i mean it's just ridiculous
1: yeah it's tough um and definitely monty brown i think deserved a lot more which is disappointing um yeah i mean what what else were we disappointed in
0: Oh, I have another one. Uh, Kip James being called Kip James and not Nin.
1: <laughs> okay, a personal gripe.
0: Yeah, no introduction needed. That is such a great name, Nin. Yeah, but they played into
1: the storyline, so you can't hate it.
0: <sighs> I'm just disappointed. I mean, they they even made a shirt. They don't have a Kip. Well, I guess they do have a Kip James shirt. I'm Kip James, bitch. Damn it. All right, well, no. yeah.
1: I would argue that when um, Shannon Moore appeared, you were pretty disappointed. Oh my God! Yeah, don't, I not I didn't wouldn't say. That I wouldn't, but I Bob was very disappointed. Uh, he might be my most hated. He hasn't even done anything. I don't know if we have. Do we have a most hated? Uh, on here? Oh yeah, we Yeah, we do. Yeah we do. It's right there. Yeah. yeah, we do. Ooh.
0: Dude, oh my God! He hasn't done anything. He just he just stood on the top of the ramp with a uh, teenage <laughs> guy I get punked. And it's like, I feel like I'm getting punked with Shannon Moore there. Oh,
1: God, that sucks. Yeah. Well, if we think of more disappointing things, we can bring it back up. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is all I was pretty bummed about freaking Raven, man. It's my vote. Yeah, he uh, definitely
0: he got the shorter end of the stick. No doubt about it.
1: Uh, next up is kind of a tough one, too. Um, promo of the year, which I think we could. At least I'm going to say we can extend it to uh, segments because that's kind of what mine is.
3: Well, then,
0: yeah, if we will, does we can just say segment and we both know what that would be?
1: I mean, it's the team 3D funeral, right? It's absolutely. the team And I don't to me, I don't think anything compares to that. I mean, there's, there's
0: nothing even close. There, there's a, a Samoa Joe promo, I think, on Daniels recently. That was surprisingly really good. Yeah. I shouldn't say surprisingly. Smojo not a bad talker. I just wasn't expecting it to be as like intense as it was. Yeah. Um, but no, that team 3D funeral.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't even think you can think twice about that.
0: It's tough to peak on your TV show within like the first three weeks, but apparently they decided to do
1: that. Yeah, they got on Spike and they were like, "Okay." Best what, segment ever,
0: right here, boom. Done. Best
1: segment potentially in TNA's history at this point. It was so good. <laughs> Oh, really I sad. thought of another disappointing thing quick, too. Yeah. Um, Kevin Nash uh, not being able to wrestle at Bound for Glory. That's re- um, that really sad. He's done that
0: twice. Now, here's the thing. He's de- he did that twice. He did that Lockdown. He was not in the, in the lethal lockdown. Oh,
1: yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> because of a staph infection. Yeah, that's right. And and remember, he took the band-aid time, off. Right, which was disgusting. Didn't need to see the staph infection. Like, we can believe you. And then Bound for Glory, I believe he had another like heart attack scare which turned out not to be a heart attack so that's when rhino won the title and i guess you
1: should say shocking moment rhino winning the title yeah dude definitely three matches in one night and then losing it within less than two weeks yeah that sucks and according that's, to that's the too. internet he was only held it for two days which i mean in real life yes but in wrestling life it was like 12 days i think but yeah right yeah
0: in terms of televised yeah
1: yeah though totally agree with that um, I mean, is there any other promos you can even think of that would even maybe fall into this? I Because off the top of my head, dude, I can't really think of anything that stuck out to me as much as that segment did.
0: No, I mean, so pro, I'm not thinking of promos. I'm really thinking of just segments, which yeah. kind of encompasses a promo anyway. Right, right. Um, I mean, like Samoa Joe, his beatdown on Daniels was good.
1: Yeah, this stuff was good. Recently. Yep. Um What about the segment where the White Sox were here and they were giving gifts to each other? No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was dog shit. Um, I always enjoy every time that Jeff Jarrett grabs Mike Tanay and is like, Tanay, get in the ring. And then he pulls him in the ring and has to start doing a promo that then makes us a little sleepy until someone else's music hits.
0: Yeah, those are always good. Yeah, no, I mean there's nothing that comes close to the uh team yeah. three D
1: funeral. Well hey, if uh once again, guys, if we think of stuff we'll revisit. If you guys have thoughts too, as we as you're listening, send us a tweet or DM us even if you want to, over at Cross the Line TNA on Twitter or at TNA Cross the Line Pod on Facebook. Yeah, just be like, How could you forget this moment? And we'll be like, Oh my god, yeah, you're totally right. Because that's yeah. definitely going to happen. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, next up, Rookie of the Year. To me, this feels very uh, clear. Um, I think we should also say that this is like sort of is like a TNA rookie. I
0: was just I mean, going to say it's got to be someone appearing in TNA.
1: A TNA rookie, because I don't know if we really have many people at all who is like this is their rookie year.
0: Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's a good point. I
1: don't know if we have anyone. Yeah, I don't think you do. Um, so t- to me, this is a very obvious one. Um, and that would be Samoa Joe.
0: What? Yeah. Of course. It's absolutely Samo-
1: Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe came in, and within. Um, okay, you could pretend not his first match just because it's like that's your first time seeing him. By the second one, you're hooked. I mean, it, it was, dude, it was immediate that they knew that this guy was going to be big. And I think it I think it's paying off already,
0: yeah, there's there's no yeah, his Samoa Joe's intensity and just believability is so much is just superior to, I would say, like ninety percent of the roster mm-hmm. yeah I mean you have this he's a thick guy, palm strikes, his kicks, all these all this stuff. And then he yeah, chokes I mean, you out. <laughs> literally. He'll drop you on your head, head and shoulders, and then proceed to just choke you out. Yeah. And I and I know I've said before, like, um, I feel like the muscle buster should just be the finish and not do the choke. But maybe the choke is, like, growing on me because, to me, you know, pinning somebody after that move is, like, less suffering. And then you go ahead and just choke them out. Right? <laughs> it's like... Hey, I'm gonna hurt you, but instead of being like, "Hey, take you out of your misery," I'm gonna just choke you until you pass out or yeah. tap out or whatever. So I think that's kind of, I think that idea of what he's trying to do, um, I think that, um, that's growing at me.
1: Yeah, uh yeah, I agree. Oh uh, yeah, I don't even know if there's even anyone else I would, I would consider here that had this as good of a year as Mojo I mean, he literally what a few weeks ago. Just won the X-Division title already. So, dude's on a roll. Yeah, I mean,
0: who... I don't even know. I mean, obviously, I guess Kip James would be...
1: You could... I mean, Kip James is considered for for TNA, right? I mean, there's some good people, and we are going to... I'll talk about those um, after we get through our list here of all the debuts. uh, Yeah, that would be
0: good when you go through the debuts, because then we could be like, oh, maybe that guy too.
1: I'll tell you what, though, Bob. This is a little teaser. It is significantly shorter than I thought it was going to be. Well, like the you,
0: Asylum years, it was like fucking 60 people. It's, it's about half. That, you know, that doesn't really surprise me. But the Asylum years with the weekly pay per is a totally different business because you have yes. to – people are you paying.
1: Have, you got to make it different, hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, now we're that's, starting to finally get like a solid roster of guys, yeah. and that's the difference. Right. Okay, now this next one. Um, I, I I'm mean, straight up say it before we even get into it. I have no freaking idea this year, but, um, next up we have our inspirational wrestler of the year. Bob, you got anything? Cause I got nothing off the top of my head for this one.
0: Inspirational
3: wrestler of the year. Oh. Chris yeah. Candido.
1: Mm. That's
3: a very good one. And if you want to, I could
0: even lump wow. it Chris Candido in the nat- in the Naturals because wow. of the Naturals, the, the unfortunate um, tragedy of Chris Candido's passing, and like the Naturals kind of continuing on. Uh, I guess his legacy in TNA at least for a while. Wow,
1: that's a good. Yeah, but even
0: but even before his unfortunate death, like I mean, he he, he had, had a, com- back- a nice
1: comeback. He, right. Yeah. yeah,
0: he yep. had come back from like you know drug use, drug abuse, or whatever, and he had found he had earned a spot on the TNA roster, and they had you. Know, you I think he had said it in the notes that so they had plans for for him and like the Naturals. And unfortunately, he had uh, you know, the accident yeah. at lockdown.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> so I would I would say Chris Candido.
1: I I'm gonna second that. Actually, that's a really good pick. Yeah, that's good. Good call. Um, okay. next next up. Most improved. Who do you think could be the most improved that we saw this year? I have one thought. Um, I really feel like Alex Shelley has uh started come into his own here. Mm. And he's 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 finding his place a little bit better. So I, I could argue that he could he could find a place here.
0: Um You know what? Hang on a minute. Because this is going to help me jog my memory if I have a list of
3: the fucking roster (laughs) to begin with here. If my Google machine wants to work. (gasps) Let's see. Full list of people. Here we go. I'm going to pull it up too. See how accurate this is. What the fuck? Won't you let me go to it? Oh, I'm on it. I might have to go on my other
1: computer to fucking do this. Is it just not loading or what? It's just, oh my God.
0: You know what? I use an older computer to do this podcast and and let me tell you, it's a fucking headache. Because like it will be like oh hey uh not a trusted website go back and it's like are you fucking kidding me computer from two thousand eleven
1: piece of I shit. just I just want everyone to know that I have told Bob to stop using the old computer for the podcast. Well, how else am I going to do it? Dallas? I'm the other computer. Yeah, but like why? Because it will work better. Now the okay peek uh, behind the curtain as Bob is pulling this up. All right, here we go. I got I got the roster guys. Oh, okay. Well, I was, let me say this quick. I have okay. a, I have a desktop computer. I'm on a currently a new, a new MacBook. It's less than a year old MacBook Pro. I used to do Icopod on my other computer and that shit was slow as fuck. I, I love, I listen. I like doing it on my desktop better anyways, cause it's just easier. But dude, once I switched to this game changer, it runs beautifully. Anyways, you got the roster in front of you. I do for 2005.
0: What the fuck? We did we didn't see Pierre Olette on here, did we? PCO?
1: Where do you Go see him f- on here? Um what what website are you using? Oh wait, hold on. I didn't notice there's a whole nother section.
0: Yeah, there's like a whole nother section.
1: Um, no. Well, dude, this is all messed up. This is all messed up. Cause look freaking Randy Savage, get out of here. Yeah, so this is probably not It's some of this I mean, those are the only like obvious. That I'm noticing, yeah. like, he was... They were not here in... All right, I have, I have my answer. Okay, go ahead. You look skipper. You think he's the... He's most improved? Yeah. Hmm.
3: Interesting. Because I feel are, like... Are you serious? We were,
0: we were I, well, thoroughly I listen,
1: enjoying... I love his run. Skipper, but I feel like... I feel like he's, unfortunately... And kind of downgraded and not that's not well his, he's been downgraded with diamonds rough yeah i love Elix skipper man um i think he's great and we have i guess okay oh okay i'll agree with you because earlier in the year especially we were like this dude is killing it that's what i'm saying so i i'll agree with you
0: so you know what that can coincide so we'll say most impro- and also disappointing that skipper was lumped in with diamonds and rubbers. Absolutely, kind of, dude. Absolutely, his momentum stopped.
1: Um, I'm still going to stick to my my initial thought too of I think Alex Shelley could be thrown into that as well. Uh, who else? Um, I could
0: see I could see Alex Shelley. Now, so people listening might be confused by that, but because like in Ring of Honor, he's like really good, but it's different yeah. in Ring of Honor because he can wrestle a 25 minute match every fucking time, and here he's got to wrestle like all your four minute match.
1: Yeah, and you got to understand, like, if you've been listening for a while with us, or watching, either way, starting off as, like, Goldilocks' baby bear, and, like, trying to get over that, and then after that got dropped, I feel like he was, like, lost. I feel like he didn't know what to do. I didn't know what they I don't think they knew what to do with him. And now we're starting to—I feel like I've noticed his his match is getting better on impact, and then now we're starting to pull the camera in, and, of course— we all know what's going to happen with that if you're a TNA fan. And if you don't, you're going to find out soon enough. And I think he's really going to find his spot uh, here in 2006.
0: I have two more disappointing moments. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I shouldn't I shouldn't have popped up the roster because now it's like getting my brain going. Um, Lance Hoyt losing to Abyss at Hard Justice when that
1: crowd was clearly Ooh. begging for Lance Hoyt to win that match. That's a big one. That's a big one.
0: And then my second one is Kid Cash getting fired.
1: Yeah, absolutely, dude. Kid Cash leaving. Is, that was a hit. Uh, you did say Jeff Hardy no-showing multiple shows. Same with uh, Six in case, Yeah. In case you want sick. to throw some other stuff in there.
0: Yeah, that does suck.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I got food delivery.
0: Oh, what'd you get?
1: I have blueberry um, biscuits. Oh, look at you. Come I want to point out, he has four of them, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, you don't throw me into the bus. Okay, there's some good stuff there. Um. Okay, Bob, you're going to start talking about the comeback of the year while I take one bite of one of these biscuits.
0: <laughs> All right, comeback of the year. I mean, that
3: is kind of a toughie.
1: Uh,
3: I'm going to say... Oh, you know what? I know a good rookie of the year too. Uh
0: comeback of the year. I'm gonna say or wait, no, what was it? Comeback of the
3: year? Yeah.
1: Comeback of the year, yeah. All right. Well candido,
3: I guess, could be back ju-
1: as well. I was just thinking
3: that. Um Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's gotta be I f- I think
0: Candido would apply.
3: So Rhino both,
0: uh, oh, I guess you could say Rhino too, because of his incident.
1: I feel like you could also say this is more storyline wise, but you could potentially throw Raven in there because he finally fulfilled his destiny.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm, I think I would. Uh, I'm going to lean towards Candido
0: because I've always loved Candido. And I think that he deserves uh, praise. I mean, really, I mean, it's a like a, not even a four month run. I mean, he's only there for a little while, but. Right. He was a fixture of that TV and he, he was a huge part of the naturals like resurgence. Yeah. And and really
1: their success um, in the beginning part of the year there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I would say Candido, I could see Rhino, you know. He his Rhino kinda of had like that, he was as a heel was like fresh, it felt fresh again.
3: Um so yeah,
0: I, I could see both those guys.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. And I don't really know if there's much else I can add to that necessarily. Yeah. The next one might be a little bit easier, I think. Um manager of the year. We don't really have a lot, so. No, it's, we uh, have, pretty, um, it's no. pretty much what, Father James, Mitchell, and uh, nobody. <laughs> as far as who is probably the manager of the year, yes. Um, We have Gal Tracy. Kim. Yep, Tracy, Gal Kim. Um, I wouldn't really consider Jackie Gata, I guess, at this point, because she's not mm-hmm. really managing anyone. Hold on, i got to add her to my debut list because I forgot her. She's a... Uh uh a love interest. Right.
0: Apparently. Or no. really like it was like her spot, but Gail took it or something? I don't know. But they try to make it they definitely were trying to make it sound like as if it was an affair or something. Yes, they did. Like there's no way that you don't interpret what was going on as if Jeff Jarrett was not about to be banging both of these girls
1: and then they switch it so it's a business it's all business
0: she took my spot she took my money this
1: is about money it's like, okay um do we have anyone else though besides really the the two there or three sorry Excuse oh me. well the managers Scott has got the more obviously it's got the more duh that's a big one duh wow um i don't know to me james mitchell's like the perfect manager it's another I, one of those things where it's like he's with the perfect guy, too. Like, it makes sense.
3: Yeah,
0: I think I think Father James Mitchell is pretty, pretty clear. I mean, I've never felt annoyed by my, uh, Father James Mitchell, while Scott Demore has annoyed me
3: a lot. So, I think if you don't annoy me, you probably should win the manager award, so
0: I'll do that. It's a good heel, though. Well, yeah. But I know what you mean. It's a good heel if I was like, hey, I want to see him get beat up and not, hey, I would rather him not be on my screen right now. Right. He's got
1: go away away heat with Bob.
0: Yeah. Like if I, if we weren't reviewing these shows and I had to be paying attention, if it was on my TV and I saw Scott DeMora was coming out for something, I might maybe change the channel to see what's going on real quick. Wow. Somewhere else and then come back.
1: But Bob is fucking shooting guys
0: That's just me I mean listen dude That match with Jerry Lynn And I love Jerry Lynn So this is not a knock on Jerry Lynn But that match with Scott Demore That went 15 minutes back in 2004 Something I will never forget And it's not because yeah. It's good It's because it harmed me mentally For far too long And I'm taking my life back Scott it was That was not great Yeah Uh, He lost some points with me on that one
1: That's fair Okay, next up Feud of the year See, that's tough I got a couple that stand out
0: You you have So here's the thing We have to put Kip and Conan in there
1: You do have to put that in there Absolutely
0: It's been going on for like 10 months
1: Yeah, and and now that it's finally, like, coming to a head, it's actually been getting pretty good.
0: Yeah, now they're finally, like, actually advancing it. Yeah,
1: you're right. Uh, well, AMW Team 3, I guess. Yeah, that's a big one for me. Um, Daniels and AJ Styles. Right, of course. Um, And, and you could also include Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm.
0: It's that, all that's basically just like a trio thing where they all
1: it's all interchangeable. Yeah, for real. So. Um, what else do we got? You could argue Raven Jarrett. You sure could. Uh, Sabu Abyss.
3: Yep. I mean, there's there's a lot of good stuff.
0: Why do I feel oh uh, Naturals and AMW?
3: Naturals and
1: AMW. And I'm sure there's like some good AMW Team Canada. Once again, I mean they've always they've been having good feuds. So,
3: yeah. um,
1: we're not missing like a major personal one, are we? I hope not. I mean, you have Rhino Jarrett, but that was a little more short lived. Um, I don't think Jared it was bad.
0: Nash, but that wasn't
1: the stuff that it's like hard to like. Was it top for the the year? Is like some of the earlier stuff, right? Right. But even going on those, uh, you know, I'm 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 clicking through pay per views here.
0: <laughs> Jared and Tanay.
1: I mean, that's all, That's always the top one. That's a year. That's a year to year one. Man. I mean, Jeff Hardy and Abyss had a little thing going on for a while. Yep. yep. DDP Jared, but that's not like top. That's not, like, a top feud to me, you know? Six
0: and... Uh, or, uh, Sean Waltman and Jerry Lynn. That was personal. Oh, that was good.
1: That was really good.
0: If I didn't have that match back in
1: 1991...
0: <laughs> you wouldn't have the career that you had if I didn't beat you at the global match in 91 in Minnesota.
1: What about the, um, blood feud between the Disciples of Destruction and, um... Find Oh my god. That,
3: that
0: fighting I forgot for that Tracy. even happened. Fighting for Tracy. That was Tracy and Trinity, right? Yeah. Wait, that's a few Tracy,
3: Tracy and Trinity. Trinity.
1: trying to get with Dusty. Yep.
0: Which one would get Dusty rubbed? Holy crap. That's
1: wild. What a time to be alive.
0: You want know, know what's funny is like we didn't even consider Tito Ortiz as a shocking moment because
1: he's really irrelevant. I mean, that is a good, that's a good thing to bring up, but for me, in,
0: For context, I mean, he's a pretty big UFC, like, star in 05. Right. And he's in TNA, and we're just like, nah. <laughs> Who cares? Mm, you know, it happens. Yeah. Oh, I have another, sh- I, fuck, shocking moment. Right? Because we yeah. already did that one? Yeah. That's yeah, that's for sure. Some- Shocking moment is fucking AJ Taking the German suplex off of the fucking Apron Ugh. and hitting the guard That was Brutal, A shocking dude. moment Cause like you're nuts for dude. Brutal Insane I'm so yeah. glad I remembered that Cause like fuck that dude That yeah. was messed up Yeah it was
3: Real uh, bad Cool well I think we covered right, it's a, uh, Some good feuds there if you had to pick just one, what do, what do you think your favorite one is? Oh, boy. What my favorite feud is. Well, you know, when I think 2005, I think AJ, Joe, and Daniels. So I'm
0: going to say that trio encompasses. Because like I said, one month yeah. it's fucking Styles, Joe. The next month it's... Yeah. go and whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I'll I'll say I'll say that, tr- that trio feud. AMW Naturals is a close second. Probably for me. Yeah,
1: uh, that's good. yeah. And AMW natural's think. so good. I've really um I think I've really enjoyed the Team 3D AMW feud a lot. Uh, uh, I
2: had, yes, yeah. And
1: and I think the biggest thing for me is one well, one, the incredible segment. Um, but really, it's that AMW heel turn. And I think it really has shined in that feud. And they've, I mean, really, they did the unexpected, right? I mean, AMW has gotten the upper hand on Team 3D. most Like in the beginning when they were beating them down, getting them all bloody and stuff. It made them look really strong as a team. Um, so that one does really stick out to me. Now, what I think 2005, I honestly... I think I liked that Abyss and Jeff Hardy stuff. Like, I really, like, enjoyed their matches. Even that small feud with Raven and Jeff Hardy. But that's, like, my mis- nostalgia speaking, right? Um, so, watching it, I, I mean, you can't deny the AJ Daniels Joe. I mean, you can't. They're, like, they're all over the shows, every show. Right. So, Yeah, for sure. Okay, next up, we're getting down to the wire here. Uh, most popular wrestler of the year. Which is different, by the way, than the wrestler of the year. Who do you think was the most popular wrestler of the
0: year? I mean, if we're judging it from the Orlando crowd, it's Lance Hoyt. <laughs> yeah, ain't that the truth. Because of him drinking with them. Uh, so this is, I mean, So if we're going from the whole year, the most popular wrestler... I mean, AJ Styles, right? It's got to be AJ, yeah. got to be AJ. Now, Lance and other people might be thinking, well, Jeff Hardy. I mean, the amount of times that Jeff Hardy has came out to absolute fucking crickets.
1: Well, and I almost said Jeff Hardy, but that's the, that's the problem there, right? Is, unfortunately, the crowd didn't care.
0: Yeah. Like, it got to a point where they were just like, no. Even, like, like even Kevin Nash would come out. With like 10 seconds left in the show. And people were just like. "Eh." Yeah.
3: And it pains me to say
0: this. But like three life crew. They get fucking pops. Yeah. Which is just. Not. I mean I guess it shouldn't be surprising. Because like 2005 is what. Five or six years. Since the peak of like DX. And like NWO. Which is what. Three quarters of that team was. Yeah. Right. to, um but i would say it's it's gotta be aj is the most popular yeah
1: i agree well and kind of going off of that the most hated jeff jarrett i mean yeah it's jeff jarrett guys come on there's no doubt it's jeff jarrett
0: <laughs> it's jeff jarrett and shan moore oh jesus i mean i don't
1: even think we need to debate this one too much to be honest oh uh i have two other rookie of the years Oh, okay. Uh, Austin
3: Aries. Yeah, he's he's been doing pretty good. Uh, I'm
0: not saying like they should win. I'm just saying the other rookies. Yeah, yeah, that were good. You know, good
1: reference here. And Roddy Strong. Unfortunately, Roddy was uh, he kind of made his his rookie debut in 2004,
0: though. Yeah, fuck, fuck that then. Roddy in 05, dude.
1: I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck, Shark Boy. Give it to me. He's been here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. No, those are good.
0: I for, I forgot the 04. Yeah.
1: I know. And I actually thought, I mean, it's been such a blur that I thought Roddy was also an 05 guy. And then I looked and I was like, oh, wow. Nope. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next up the match of the year. Oh, it's a no brainer.
0: Uh, Triton and Bonnie Brown at Destination X. Whoa, whoa, 2005, baby. It was so good that Triton pretty much left. He was like, I've peaked, I have no sense of uh continuing, I'll never do
1: better than that. I have two that stand out to me, and I think one is the obvious choice here. Move well, yeah, of course. I mean, of course, we all know the unbreakable three way between yeah. Joe Daniels and um AJ Styles, but dude. There was something about that match at turning point between uh, Joe and Styles. I agree with both of those. Because that Joe and Styles match, I said it during our episode that I might have liked it even more than the three-way. Like, it was, like, so freaking good. It was so good. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I, I agree. That uh, was the, That was the other match I was thinking of, too. So those are my two standouts, um, like, right off the top of my my head. I feel like one of the Ultimate Xs was, like, really good. I could not tell you which one off the top of my head. Abyss and AJ at Lockdown was good, Dude, Abyss and AJ. Honestly, dude, Lockdown 2005, we don't do a show of the year here. Lockdown 2005.
0: See, I don't think Lockdown 05 would be my show of the year (sighs) at all. So freaking good, man.
1: So freaking good. (laughs) (laughs) But, this is my DVD Pac man.
0: <laughs> okay. oh, I know. I know why you're picking it.
1: Oh, so good. Um, Okay, yeah. I mean, unless you have any other uh, match thoughts, I mean, I think that seems pretty cut and dry to me. Uh, there was plenty. Guys, don't make it sound like we are minimizing anything that happened this year no. in matches. No. Because, yeah. holy shit, well, there's so many good matches, but those...
3: those
1: are... Those two alone, if you just were going to watch two matches of the year, you might as well watch those two. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Ironically, they are also guys that were involved in feud of the year. Well, you, I feel like that <laughs> yeah, does end up correlating quite a bit, right? Sure, sure. Because
0: feud of the year, you know, you're you're going to be like emotionally invested. You're heavily interested. Like if we were doing a WWF ninety eight retro, and we were like, "What's your feud of the year?" or whatever. Yep. Chances are the match of the year is going to be close to that, I would say more times than not, right? Um, or at least in the conversation for it. So.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Next up, we got last two, and then we will uh, we'll talk about our little stats here, and then we will talk about the observer. Well, we can do the observer first if we want, and then end on the fun stats if we we want to do that way. Either way. Yeah. Um, tag team of the year. This is another one that it feels obvious to me. AMW. It's AMW. Yeah, uh, the Naturals are second. Absolutely, absolutely. They they did have a really good year. I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know. AMW is like at this point in TNA history, they are like the team yeah yeah and it, no doubt and you can't really it's like kind of hard to like compete with them, so to me that's definitely where it is,
0: yeah see the only thing with like with a m w is we're going on four years now, and they've accomplished mm-hmm. everything
1: oh yeah they've they've done numerous
0: it. times over
1: yep. accomplish everything.
0: so really, what it's gonna come down to is um maintaining like fresh opponents, and I think already. Starting here in 06, like, they're forming, apparently, at least a short-term team of Daniels and Styles because AMW's gone through all the other teams already. And there's potential, I guess, for, like, Homicide and Apollo to be a challenge to AMW at some point or whatever. Um,
1: I think AMW is, is so good. At this point, that if they can keep that up, if they can keep fresh opponents for them and fresh stories, I mean, what what's stopping it from continuing, right? But as soon as we kind of lose lose that focus, I you know who knows what's gonna happen. But right now, and especially in two thousand five, they're still killing it. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I think that that I would say the first quarter of oh uh, six for AMW is probably going to still be team 3D. But uh, again, if styles and Daniels Mm -hmm. are going to be a team, yes, and I think they could be one hell of a team. That could be, I'm, I'm really curious to see how this tag match plays out. Honestly, for AJ and Daniels.
1: Yeah, me too. And if you guys are, um, you know, you're still just hearing us chat and you forgot we're going to be watching that match uh, here pretty soon. Uh, And of course,
0: you know, with the announcement,
1: the big announcement. So we're literally watching the first impact of 2006 here momentarily. Yeah. Um, Okay, Bob, let's wrap it up here, at least on our end of our opinions. Wrestler of the year. Who's your pick? So to me,
0: wrestler of the year would be like accomplishments in terms of like championships whatever. Also, you know, in ring, you know, memorable matches, quality, whatever. So unfortunately, it's going to also be who we had for most popular is probably going to be AJ Styles.
1: I think that's fair. Yeah, I think you could put an argument in here for Samoa Joe even. So I was thinking. But with the accomplishment thing, you're right. Right, because I mean, AJ won the world
0: title. Yeah, it was for a month, whatever. But I mean, it's like every show
1: that I AJ's on. Won the world on. title.
0: Yeah, so like every show that AJ's on. It's like you know it's gonna be good. and same thing with Samoa Joe and I, and the thing with with for Samo Joe is you know he came at the half year point right. anniversary right. so rest of the year, like the whole encompassed year is gotta go to Asia now two thousand and six I agree I agree. two thousand and six, I think is gonna be a for this type of award is gonna be a battle between fucking Daniels Joe and Styles. I can already feel it. like yeah. which one of those three at least right now initially. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. each time out, it's going to be like, oh, shit, dude, that was so good or whatever. Right. So. And who knows? Yeah.
1: Who else is going to show up? You're fucking right, dude. Who knows? It's going to be a wild year. Yeah. I'm no kidding. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's just talk about the oh, Observer yeah. stuff first. We'll, let's get the formal stuff out of the way, and then we'll talk our fun stats, because I always like running down these lists um, to kind of finish this stuff, I think. Um, I will mention very briefly, and this is going to probably sound a little bit confusing because it confused me, but this year in the Observer Awards, Dave Meltzer actually took a look back at top wrestlers in the U.S. performing on big shows, and he kind of just strictly does WWE and TNA pay-per-views um, and star uh, star ratings of their major matches, and he kind of breaks this down and see who had the highest averaged match essentially matches
0: that would be of course on his opinion
1: this is his opinions and now he did only do matches that were at least 11 minutes 30 seconds long which sounds very yeah because he says anything shorter in most cases would only be prelim matches that were not given enough time or um wanted to be at the top level um a few of the title matches or advertised pay-per-view main events were slightly shorter but they are included because they were major title matches
0: okay so he has a set time and then he goes, but by the way, fuck that time because it's major matches. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Oh my God. Um. Uh, yeah. So the way he breaks so this down. What was the point of the minimum time? If I, you're just like, but this was on TV. So like they it went
1: seven, but it was like a big match. So like, yeah. <laughs> strictly big world title matches. So he has this in four columns, A, B, C, D. And so just to get, I'm just doing a quick rundown here. I'm not going to read the three paragraphs he has written about it, but a matches are three and three quarters stars or better. B matches would be three stars two, three and three quarters. C would be two to two and three quarters. And D matches would be a star and three quarters or less. So he, I'm not going to read everyone's matches, but what I am going to tell you, you, or not matches, but I'm not going to read every number because it's going to get really confusing. I am going to tell you um, the TNAs. Actually, I'm just going to run down the list from top to bottom. How about that? Because they do go in order. And I'll tell you the top-rated wrestlers um, and where TNA wrestlers fall because there's a lot mixed in here, and I think it's a very interesting list. Um, So, number one, according to Dave Meltzer's um, ratings here, is Samoa Joe. He has the top-rated matches in, in the year and that is because
0: that's for half a year
1: right and that's because he has three a matches so remember a is three or three and three-quarter stars or better right um so and i'm not gonna i won't read all of that like say that all the time because it's going to get really confusing and even the way he has it written out is confusing but anyways next up uh is aj styles Samojo AJ Styles in the third spot Christopher Daniels uh,
0: for, well there you go of course I mean that just right. tells you that proves our point
1: in the fourth yeah well
0: proves our point from for Dave Melter's opinion obviously right. somebody else could be like oh yeah dude I fucking love Sanjay Dutt or whatever so.
1: yeah um in the th- in the fourth spot we have Shawn Michaels in the fifth spot Chris okay. Saban Wh- wow okay yeah. And that is because I believe if I'm reading this correctly, uh, am I reading it correctly? Four, or no, three. He's got three A matches and four B matches. I think I'm reading that correctly. Anyways, um, after Chris Sabin, Kurt Angle. So, uh, So Angle's what, six? Let me keep track here. One, two, three, four, five, six, yeah? I'm surprised Angle's not top five. In the seventh spot, we have Sean Waltman. What? Yeah. In the eighth spot we have Edge. Wait,
0: wait.
3: wait. Not... Sean Wallman's seven. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah,
3: dude. Um then we have Edge.
1: What is that? Is that um eighth? Eight. Chris Jericho is in ninth. Um then in the tenth spot we have Petey Williams. Our friend Petey. Uh in the 11th spot, right? Keep me on track here, my numbers. Yeah, that's we have America's Most Wanted, AMW. Okay. In the 12th spot, we have Triple H. 13, we have Chris Benoit. 14, Eddie Guerrero. 15, Rey Mysterio. 16, John Cena. 17, The Monster Abyss. I forgot what number I'm at. 17, 18. am I- Eighteen Shelton Benjamin. Nineteen, Ric Flair.
3: Twenty, Raven.
1: Twenty one, Randy Orton. Twenty two, the naturals.
0: Okay, good for them. Yeah.
1: Twenty three, the alpha male Monty Brown. Twenty four, Booker T. Twenty five, Jeff Hardy. 26, Jeff Jarrett. 27 is Christian Cage. 28, I think. Uh, what? 28? Yeah. Uh The Undertaker. 29, Batista. 30, JBL. And then finally, in the final spot, Matt Bentley. <laughs> Which I was like, oh wow. shit. I was like, damn, All okay. Right. Um, and just so you know, also the timeline that was used for this. Is from December first, two thousand four, till November thirtieth, two thousand five. So the most recent TNA and WWE pay-per-views are not included. However, that being said, um, Joe had a like four and three quarter star match. Yeah, I don't with think style. So it's not like it's going to change that top numbers very much. But right. so yeah, I thought that was fun. I wanted to go through that real quick. Yeah, um, that's. Uh... And That's he had, he does have a quick little uh, write-up here. He says, in trying to look at uh, this with a little more depth, it goes without saying uh, the kind of year that Samoa Joe and AJ Styles had in 2005. Keep in mind that they had singles matches in December that doesn't count and is already a candidate for 2006 match of the year. Obviously, we're not including that in that way. In ours, it is, in fact, a 2005 <laughs> match of the year. But, um, And then he was also saying that many of Joe's best matches weren't even on pay-per-view against Kenta Kobayashi. So right. uh, while Joe finished number one for average based on his three matches, uh, singles <laughs> matches with Chris Sabin and styles and the three way with styles and Daniels, uh, in many ways styles performance is even more incredible because he had 11 pay-per-view singles matches that went at least 11 minutes, 30 seconds, seven of which were four stars or better and finished the year with only two out of his 11 matches that couldn't easily be called great. Uh, he says it's an amazing level of consistency to pull off of that every month. As he's always counted on to have a great match. Always oh, given the opportunity and pulls it off most of the time. Um he also does consider Sabin um, to qualify as most underrated wrestler of the year. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, let's um let's run through uh some of these actual notes that include or not notes, um awards. The two thousand five Wrestling Observer newsletter awards. I believe these are all voted on by fans, right, Bab? Correct me if I'm yes. wrong. Yep. Um, so vote on by fans. So I'm strictly including awards that include TNA people who appeared in TNA. Uh, so we were not going through them all. Uh, the Luthez Ric Flair award, which is the wrestler of the year in the number two spot. Samoa Joe was only beaten by Kenta Kobayashi, mm-hmm. um, by quite a bit, but we're And then in the number 10 spot, AJ Styles landed that, um, no one in honorable mentions in that case. Uh, he he mentions Joe's spectacular matches in ROH and later in TNA. At the age of 26, he's the youngest wrestler to win this award uh, in nearly a decade, or would not win, but you know, get up there. And he right. he, he moved up from um, fifth place uh, of from last year, so that's pretty that's pretty big. Hmm. Um, most outstanding wrestler is Samoa Joe. That's right. Pretty exciting. And then in the third place spot, we have AJ Styles. And in honorable mentions, we have Christopher Daniels. So pretty exciting stuff there. Feud of the year. The number four spot, AJ Styles versus Christopher Daniels. And then in the number seven spot, we have Styles, Daniels, and Samoa Joe. Did you look at that? And if you want to know the number one that won Feud of the Year, it was Batista and Triple H. I knew
2: that. I knew it.
1: Tag Team of the Year in the number one spot. That's right. America's Most Wanted. As, uh, I, find there's no the team defendants in WWE that would win. guilty. Yeah. Number seven, Team 3D. <laughs> um, honorable mentions. The Naturals did get into there, as yeah. did Team Canada's Eric Young and Bobby Roode.
0: Was uh, Team 3D on it?
1: Yep, they were number seven, I said. Oh. I yep. Um, but you're totally right, dude. There is like... Number four has MNM. Eminem. MNM's good. Oh, yeah, I agree. But that's the only WWE team in this entire, even honorable mentions. Like, that's it.
0: There's no Caden Murdoch?
1: Nope. <sighs> nope. Wow, Ramos has sucked. Um, so he does talk about the, our, the he talks about, because um, Marafuji and Kenta are number two. So he talks about them a little bit, but then he notices, or notes that Harrison Storm had a run, a run of performances early in the year that may have put them in the driver's seat. They ran away with the category after finishing a distant second last year and a fifth in 2003. The funny part uh, has been talk for two years of splitting them up, and it would have happened had not Bob Ryder, who apparently has little power now, um, but had a lot at the time, kept them together. As heels, they're doing the best job of developing their characters as they've done their entire lengthy run together pretty exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Under the most improved category, the number one spot goes to Roderick Strong. Oh. uh, I'm sure that is a lot more for his ROH work, but it doesn't matter. He still appeared in TNA. It's got to be. Um, In the number eight spot, we have Alex Shelley. Number nine, Austin Aries. And then in the honorable mention category, we have Chris Sabin, Sanjay Dutt, Rhino, Abyss, Bobby Roode. So quite a bit of TNA talent are appearing in the most improved list here. (coughs) Uh, Next up, best on interviews. I'm going to tell you the number one spot first. Eddie Guerrero. And I'm going to tell you that because obviously we didn't get it. But Christian Cage came in third. And then in the honorable mentions, we have Jim Mitchell and Raven.
2: Hmm.
1: As far as TNA, there's other ones, of course. The most charismatic award, it goes to Eddie Guerrero. But in the number six spot, Christian Cage made it into that list as well. So we're no, it. no money, bro. No, that's a really great point. Not even in honorable mentions.
0: Wow. But don't you worry. Um I like I, how we're including
1: Christian Cage, even though most of his voting is because the I, I know. I know. Well, like I said, I'm kind of just telling you people who have appeared. So no, yeah, uh, yeah. Best technical wrestler. It goes to Brian Danielson, which did not appear in TNA, but <laughs> the number six spot, Samoa Joe. Number seven, Christopher Daniels. And in honorable mentions, he technically appeared on a pre-show match. Nigel McGinnis. Nigel McGuinness, yeah. Uh the Bruiser Brody Memorial Award, which is for the best brawler, goes to Samoa Joe, who's taken all the awards this year. Number three, Abyss. And number four, even though his appearance may have been 30 seconds in the very last show, Homicide. <laughs> Honorable mentions: We have Raven, Sabu, and Rhino.
0: I'm surprised Raven's not further up there. I don't know. I feel like I don't really consider Joe a brawler.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Um, and he does note too: um, Joe finished ahead of Benoit by a landslide. He said Joe figured it out, figured to run with it uh, right away with his style, totally different from any previous winner, and conceivably the start of a dynasty. But you're right. I mean, he even says it right here. It's totally a different style than anyone else. So,
3: But even, like, Benoit.
1: Benoit's oh, wow. number two. He almost beat him by 2,000 votes, just for the reference. So Joe got, like, a lot. I guess it's because Joe just beats the shit out of people. You know? I guess. I mean, to me, a brawler is a
0: guy that just throws punches and, like, doesn't do, like, moves. But, I mean, these guys do suplexes and slams. Yeah. And whatever. I don't know. Like, a brawler to me is like Brian Knobs. Yes. Totally. That guy don't do shit. He just fucking beats you up with punches. Yeah, totally. He's not tossing you with a German
1: or nothing. Yep. That's a brawler. And I only say that because he's on my television right now. Jesus. Uh, next up, the best flying wrestler, which I hate the name of that, but whatever. Um, The number one winner here is AJ Styles. Yeah. In yeah. number seven, Sanjay Dutt. Number eight, Christopher Daniels. Number nine, Chris Sabin. And in the honorable mention, the only honorable mention is PD Williams. Um, apparently, this ends um, Mysterio's streak of three straight wins in a close race between Styles and Mystico. So, Ray Mysterio had a streak going on and it has been defeated. That doesn't surprise me. The most overrated award is next. And, Bob, we got the number one spot. I wonder who it is. Ain't He Great, Double J, Jeff. Jeff. baby. And the Honorable Mention, we have a uh, Jeff Hardy is in that section. As Uh, overrated? Yes. He's not the only one, but he is there. Um, And it's noted that after three straight years, Triple H did not win, which I think is kind of funny. (laughs) Um, Because since he dropped the title at WrestleMania and essentially stayed out of the title picture um, for a while, uh, oh, this okay. led to Jarrett winning in a landslide. As noted many times, Jarrett's problem is that he knows how to perform for a spot better than most, but his biggest weakness is that he's Jeff Jarrett, and he doesn't realize what that means. <laughs> and his company doesn't seem to either. He should be uh, be a pushed guy, but he should never be the pushed guy. Right. But that's a broken record. Yeah. the that's most absolutely right.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: Uh, the most underrated category is next. The first spot goes to... Shelton Benjamin, who's not in TNA, but in number two spot, Christian That's Cage. Yeah. yeah, so Christian <clears throat> Christian Cage is number two. Chris Sabin is in the fifth spot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Eric Young is in the ninth spot, and then in the honorable mentions we have Alex Shelley. <clears throat> yeah,
0: Shelton Benjamin is incredibly underrated.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love I love
1: that that he won that for 05. Yeah, especially then. Okay, the promotion of the year is up next. The winning promotion is Pro Wrestling Noah. Um, but don't you worry. Total nonstop action came in at the number six spot, which, just for reference, is ahead of Heroes, the WWE, OVW, and Pro Wrestling Gorilla.
0: Fucking OVW. That blows my mind. In 2005, it's getting promotion of the year.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. A developmental <laughs> promotion. The best weekly TV show. The winner goes to UFC's Ultimate Fighter.
0: Oh fuck that! That doesn't
1: count. I don't. I don't
3: agree.
1: I don't agree that he mixes that in there. But that's so stupid. Uh, the number two is CMLL, and then number three is the one we're looking for: TNA Impact.
0: Really? Okay.
1: Which is ahead of Pro Wrestling Noah, Ohio Valley Wrestling, Raw, SmackDown, Velocity. Memphis Championship Wrestling and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Memphis Championship Wrestling, what? I don't know. TV show? I guess. Hmm. Okay, the worked match of the year. Because, of course, there's shoot match of the year, which is all the UFC shit. (laughs) Okay. The number one spot goes to Kenta Kobayashi versus Samoa Joe on October 1st in New York. Uh, so, which is very specific. Uh, in the number four spot, it is Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, and AJ Styles at Unbreakable. And then, see, this is where um, the time matters, right? We have AW against Triple X at Victory Road. I think it's Victory sure. Road. Turning point. See, why do I do that? God damn it. I fucking knew it was turning point. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I knew it was.
0: That's what I'm here
1: for. Thank you. Um And then number nine spot, AJ Styles versus Daniels. And I believe that's at against all odds in February. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So yep. pretty
1: interesting. Um, there's also technically in the honorable um, mention Austin Aries versus Samoa Joe, but that's a Ring of Honor show at the end of December in 04.
0: Well, wait, he doesn't give a date for that.
1: Daniels a, and stuff? Yeah, it's uh, February 13th. So that's against all odds, right? Okay. Because I know there's one in October. Yeah, no, he no, he says the date, but I was just trying okay. to remember the show name off the top of my head. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, next up, the best non-wrestler, the award goes to Eric Bischoff, who's not in TNA. But number two is Jim Mitchell. Hmm. Number number six is Scott Demore, and that's all we got in this section.
0: Wow, well, no SABISCO and his more and uh no Morphe
1: Black, no. Um, The best television announcer award is up next. And we take the number first, number one spot here, Mike Tanay. And the number 10 spot is Don West. Oh, good.
0: I'm glad that Don got in there. Um, the
1: uh, He lists here that Tanay took the, his fourth straight award, joining only Lance Russell and Jim Ross as winners four years in a row. That's kind of cool. Um, well, don't worry, Bob, because now we're up in the worst television announcer. Number one. Is Jonathan Coachman, but don't you worry, we made this list too. Unfortunately, the number seven spot is Don West, and number eight is Mike Tenay. Okay, I don't understand, but whatever. I mean, college is pretty bad. Well, that's fine, but I don't, like, how can you? I don't know. Um, the best major wrestling show. Uh, the number one spot goes to Pro Wrestling Noah's Destiny in July 18th in Tokyo but TNA's unbreakable takes the number 8 spot and turning point from 04 takes the number 9 spot. And then sacrifice from uh, August takes an honorable mention. Well okay. Next up we have the best wrestling maneuver. Coming in at number 1 is PD Williams Canadian Destroyer. Number 2 is Samoa Joe's Muscle Buster. Number five is Elix Skipper's Cage Walk Hurricane Rana. I if that's a common move. He doesn't yeah, do that every show. But it's just the best wrestling maneuver. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, and then number nine is Samoa Joe also gets another spot with his Ole Ole kick. <laughs> okay. Which I thought that was a little weird, but that's pretty know. dumb. Uh but Cradle is not on there. No. Wow. Yeah. The worst television show. Don't you worry, Bob. We did not make the number one spot. That's SmackDown. But we did make the number six spot. But that's only out of seven for reference. SmackDown got an 05? Mm -hmm. What? Raw's number two. Raw got to be worse than... Yeah, no way. The only thing that's worse than Impact, according to the people who voted, was WWE Experience. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I think that's hosted by Coach. Or not worse. Um, I should say lower on the list. So according to this list, if you actually take the worst list and reverse it, experience is the best. Yeah, experience is a, uh, I think it's like a recap
0: show that was hosted by, like, the coach. That's very weird. I think. I could be wrong on that. I never, I never watched it. Um,
1: this one is kind of unfortunate, Bob, this next one. We did make the list for the worst match of the year. The number one is Eric Bischoff versus Teddy Long in November. But we'd made the number nine spot in this one, and I read it, dude. I was like, okay, I understand. It's Monty Brown versus Triton yeah. in March. Yeah, that'll do it. And don't you worry, we also got in the honorable mention. Dustin Rhodes versus Bobby Roode hit lockdown.
0: Yeah, that'll do it, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, the best booker of the year goes to Gabe Sapolsky. However... Scott Damore is in the final spot, number seven. Mm. Then we we are in the promoter of the year as well. Dana White is number one. And in the eighth spot is Dixie Carter. Mm. Uh, We did make it into the best gimmick category. Number one is Mr. Kennedy. Number five is Samoa Joe. And number 10 is Captain Charisma. Wait, wait, wait. Best gimmick?
3: Yeah. 2005? Yeah. Is Mr.
1: Kennedy? Yeah. Didn't Bogey- he, like,
0: just make his debut?
1: Boogeyman is number two.
0: What the i f- I'm so confused. Uh,
1: yeah. uh, Why
0: did Mr. Kennedy... Don't ask me
3: that question. I'm looking it up. Because there's no way... People voted it, man.
0: Because like for me, it's gotta be like I don't know. When there's like a year end thing, I, I always think of like who's been here for like most of the year. If I click
3: on this fucker's name and he's not been there for more than like four months and be pissed. All right, so Mr. Anderson or Mr. Kennedy. He started
0: in August.
3: Best of the year, dude.
0: So, like, right after SummerSlam. Okay. So, this is going to November. Yeah. So, he won Gimmick of the Year in this for the span of three months? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> okay. Anyway. We, just be, literally, dude, his gimmick is he gets a microphone down and just says, Mr...
1: Kennedy. Yeah, people love Kennedy. it.
0: That's not even like a good gimmick.
1: People love it. Stop hating. In the honorable mentions of the best gimmick, Abyss did make it in there. And I think Delirious appeared for us this year at some point, so he's also he technically did. in here. He definitely did. Uh, the best pro wrestling DVD award goes to the rise and fall of ECW. However, the Number fifth spot, TNA's best of the X division made the list. Hmm. Bob, that'll wrap up the observer awards that are included in TNA talent.
0: Well, that's fun.
1: So, to close off our 2005 year in review, Bob, let's uh let's talk about our debuts. And I'm gonna spitfire, and we're not really gonna talk about them, I'm just gonna spitfire. And a couple other things, is, including the match stipulations that we had. I went through, and I wrote all those down for you. All right, good. Okay, you ready for the TNA 2005 debut list? Here we I go. I am more than ready. Chris Candido. SoCal Val. Didn't say it, but she's technically there. We saw her. Mm-hmm. So I wrote it down. Buck Quartermain. Uh, the Outlaw. Kip James. He made his debut. Uh, Jeff Hammond made his in-ring mm-hmm. debut. Uh, Phi Delta Slam, Big Tilly and Bruno Sassy or whatever his name was. I'm giving Triton an honorable mention because he made his new gimmick, but he technically, it's not his technical debut. Uh, Shocker, Tito Ortiz, Samoa Joe, Rhino, Austin Aries, who did technically appear on an explosion in 2003, but that's seen by two people, so I'm counting it. Johnny Candido, Team 3D, Brother Ray and Brother Diva, Jushin Thunder Liger. Nigel McGinnish made that match on a pre-show, which unfortunately we were unable to watch, but everyone else did. So, uh, Shannon Moore, Kenny King, Jay Lethal, The Beast of Burdens Helvis, because his partner Sin has already been here, Christian Cage, Joe Doring, John Bolin, Chris Kay, which is Canyon, who better, Dale Torborg, I'm going to count A.J. Prinsky because he was ringside for a match, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Dave Hebner, Shannon Moore, Jackie Gata, and finally, Homicide.
3: Pretty interesting list there, huh? Yeah.
0: And uh, you're right, though. That's considerably less than in years past.
1: I was out of back- breath last year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you had to take a water break. I might have. <laughs> um, um, if you're wondering, Bob, we love tournaments in TNA, but at least from uh. what at least from what I wrote down that I remembered seeing when I was going through these lists, there was only two. The Chris Candido Memorial Cup and the Super X Cup.
0: There was no other
1: tournaments. Not that I saw, unless I totally missed something. However, we have quite the list of match stipulations that we saw. This does not include a tag team match. This does not include like three-way matches. Elimination three-way. That's not what I'm talking about here. But We did have four Ultimate X matches, five special referee matches. There was a 10-minute challenge, two 30-minute Iron Man matches, a Full Metal Mayhem, a Bull Rope match, Falls Count and Wear match, First Blood match, Ringside Revenge match. We had an X Division Shootout match. We had the Prince of Darkness match, Tables match, and Strat match, all inside of Cage, technically, but you can kind of, you know, take those how you want. No,
0: it's another stipulation.
1: Right. Um, Well, I'm saying, like, they're that match, but also they were in a cage. So, so it's a double. Yeah. yeah. A double. Uh, lethal Lockdown. There was two 10-man gauntlet matches, which were not gauntlet for the gold, because we did have a gauntlet for the gold as well. <laughs> uh, I'm. Oh, it looks like I, I, just, I just caught a mistake. Oh, actually, no, I didn't. I have it written differently. We have a Clockwork Orange House of Fun match. We also have a three-on-one handicap Clockwork Orange House of Fun match. We have a mixed tag team match, King of the Mountain match, the No Surrender Dog Collar match, No DQ Tag Team Street Fight. We have a Ravens Rules match. There was just a no DQ match with Abyss and Sabu, I think. Mm -hmm. There's a one two-on-one handicap match, and I mentioned that and not other random matches because they're so rare we don't see them. We had the 15-minute Iron Man Challenge, the Monsters Ball, uh, the Styles Clash versus Canadian Destroyer match, the Hockey Sticks Around the Ring six-man tag team special referee match, which might have also, I might have counted that in our special ref one. I can't remember. Um, There's a hardcore match between Abyss and Sebu, I believe, as well. Um, We had the Barbed Wire Massacre. We had the six-man base brawl match. And we had the tag team tables match. A lot. A lot went down. And just to finally wrap us up before we can enjoy this episode of Impact. Overall, in the year 2005, Bob, you and I have recorded over 120 hours of TNA content. Um, it was probably closer to over 130. I did an average, a very quick average. We gave a total of 53 of the shows, including pay-per-views and impacts, a thumbs up. We uh, it averaged one in the middle, and we only averaged three shows thumbs down.
0: Wow. Well, something's not right with that number. I gotta start getting more critical. I think you're very critical enough. I started going down.
1: But wow, Bob. But- 2005, we're done. We're done, dude. And holy shit, that was quite a review. We just talked about quite a bit of stuff. And now we get to watch an episode of Impact. Yeah, so let's do it. Let's break in the new year.
0: Again, this is a special special episode, so it's shorter than, uh, it's not a full hour. The approximate runtime for our version is 21 minutes and 39 seconds. So be prepared. We are going to get an NWA World Tag Team title match, AMW, against Styles and Daniels, but also the grand reveal of who is coming to TNA that will change the face of the company. If you want to watch along with us, head over to Impact Plus, or you can find it in your own personal collection as well. I'm going to count down from three, and when I say play, that is when we are going to watch the show. So here we go.
3: Three, two, one, play. Oh, it's loud. A spike original. Oh, the audio is great. Wait, Christian Cage, dude, he's counting down. Oh my god, happy new year. We just did That's a countdown. So corny. So they were telling me they did that three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, look at.
1: Okay, so they're talking about America's Most Wanted versus Daniels and uh, Styles tonight, and we are getting confetti, because Christian Cage just did a New Year's countdown. Um, and there's confetti everywhere, dude. The face of TNA is going to change this year, and we're going to find out right now what that means. How much do you think Christian Cage hated having to do that? He looked so corny doing it.
0: That's what I'm saying. How He had to have hated it.
1: Okay, this is the moment we've been waiting for. Let's know. hear what it is. Tanae's in the ring here.
0: That is yeah. a bit much.
3: Because <laughs> it keeps coming? Yeah. Okay, is that New The newest member of the TNA roster. You're going to see him very soon. On Impact, on Spike TV. You're going to see him right here very soon
1: in the Impact Zone. The newest member of TNA is the man called Stank.
3: It's official. They don't call you the
1: professor for nothing. You're pretty smart. Oh, wait. Christian's going to one-up him. Final resolution. It's been fine. The main event.
3: The alpha male Monty Brown and the king of the
1: mountain, Jeff Jarrett versus Captain Charisma, Captain Christian Cage, and and Sting. Wow, we already got his first match announced. Wow. Hmm. Oh, wait, Jarrett's coming out. Oh, fuck. Look at that cut to the thing, and all all the confetti stop, basically. (laughs) They're like, stop blowing it around, stop blowing it around.
3: Well, well, well. He's in his gear, ready to fight. Yeah, he is.
1: The battle lines have been drawn. January 15th, main event is made.
3: Crush Jane. It's party night. Trying to suck these idiots in to jump onto the Captain Charisma bandwagon.
1: You will never ever climb to the top of that mountain. Is that foreshadowing, Bum? Probably. To a King of the Mountain match?
3: Oh, Jared, that's that's how I roll. There's so many, like, noisemakers in the background. Yeah, there is.
1: Somewhere between here and the back, you decided to grow a pair of nuts. And he's also making fun of his white pants. He's sick and tired of verbally abusing you. So don't we take advantage of my first New Year's resolution to physically abuse him. Slap nuts. Oof. Oh, they switch each other's catchphrases now. <clears throat> Here comes Jarrett.
3: You're going to steal my phrase. I'm going to steal yours there,
1: Jack. Uh-oh. Oh,
3: I see Monty Brown I'm going
1: for the stroke. No, I'm prettier. No, oh, Monty Brown, stop that right in its tracks. You know, I wonder what's going to happen, But Do you think the lights are going to go out and the music's going to play or anything? Oh, no way. That's insane. How dare you? Oh, wait, Rhino's out here. Maybe it's not going to happen.
3: Oh, even more lackluster. It's just Rhino. <laughs> oh, AMW. Okay. Hey, they got a match in a minute, so. Oh, someone's coming out.
1: Well, was it and Daniel? No, Team no 3D. No, Team 3D, okay. You wanted a war, now you got it. We're going to a commercial. And we're back. And here comes Christopher Daniels. Our NWA World Tag Team Championship match, the first match of 2006.
0: Now, uh, tell me that AMW are going to get their own entrance now.
3: Yeah, I'm assuming they are.
0: That'd be pretty redundant. Yeah, they're definitely not in the ring. No. That's kind of stupid. You're out there, you get beat up, you go back to the day, and you get your engines for your title match. That's kind of... Uh, it
1: was probably filmed at different times, too, so it's I'm not true. really helping. Yeah. I bet you the Christian Cage thing was filmed after this match.
3: No. I mm-hmm. don't know. But... Yeah, That would make sense.
1: There was a dark match after this, though. Do you want me to tell you about that now, or do you want to wait? Yeah, what was it? Well, it was Christopher Daniels uh, defeating Chris Harris. Oh, huh. okay. I don't know if it's foreshadowing, but it was a dark match, so it's not like it um, is really, you know, affect what we're seeing here. But I thought that was kind of weird. They did an extra dark match of two people that literally wrestled the match before. Uh, does
0: it tell you a time and how long it was?
1: No. We find the defendants guilty. Yo, Kim, coming out with America's Most Wanted, our NWA tag team champions. We're about seven minutes into this, so this match is either going to go about 13 minutes, or there's going to be some bullshit going on after. I'm going to right
0: now, for seven and a half minutes, I was fucking quick.
1: Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's because it was an exciting announcement. We had a countdown. Yeah. Styles vs. Storm influences committee. We're getting uh, our taglines here, guys. X Division Dream Team. Blech. I
0: don't like that. That's like a play on the uh, the team of like what Dusty and uh,
3: Cole. Oh. Right? no, you're probably right. Yeah. This is of course the first
1: match, first title match of 2006 anywhere about bragging rights for the next 365 days
3: <laughs> i mean this was uh it was taped
0: yeah so it's not it's the first aired one it's not the first one that actually happened in i don't know man
1: Although this is kind of fun, because in 2005, the first, like, four shows or so were all from 2004, I think, technically. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Final Resolution poster appears to be uh, Samoa Joe and Daniels. I see it hanging in the background. Yeah. We're milking these intros. Accompanied to the ring by Gail Kim. Pause, 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 pause. He's even doing, like,
3: the full nicknames for these guys. Weird.
1: If we hung out at New Year's about this year and they were like, hey, we're going to do a TNA match at midnight, I'd watch the ball and I'd flip the channel real fast.
3: I mean, of course you would.
1: I would not because
3: I don't have the channel.
0: Oh, I don't have Access TV. I'm waiting for uh, YouTube TV to eventually send me an email being, like, "Guess what? New channel's been added to your lineup, and also a six dollar increase because
3: of it." That's why I had to drop it for now. I do. Yeah, I, I mean, miss
1: I miss Game Show Network like very bad though.
0: Here's the thing, dude. I,
1: I'm realizing right now
0: I don't even really watch YouTube TV anymore. Oh. I'm like on the other streaming apps. Because well, I you just have, use YouTube. Do you have like sports apps that to watch like your games and stuff? Yeah, I mean I have ESPN Plus. So like if I wanted to watch something on ESPN, I can just do it on ESPN Plus.
1: So you don't you don't theoretically need it? Except every like three weeks when you're like, "Hey, I'm watching Dynamite." Right. Yeah, I was watching Dynamite. Well, Sling isn't bad, and it's less than half the price. Yeah, I know. Just, just so you know, I've 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 been made aware.
0: Yeah. Uh, we have Storm and Daniels kicking off here. Daniels with a arm
3: drag and another one. Heel kick.
1: I'm hoping this episode just had weird audio because this sounds so weird in my ears, dude.
0: Yeah, It sounds like they're in a tunnel.
1: Yeah. And I'm hearing their steps on the map more than like ever. Yeah. We'll find out if 2006 is about to be a rough year for us or not. But (sighs) on our next episode. Which, by the way, comes out on January 7th will be our next episode.
3: Styles, dropkick, Harris to the floor. Now Storm all by himself.
1: <gasps> double hip down. Oh, wait. A tribute to Sting is happening on our next episode. We also will see Conan, Conan's new group with Apollo and Homicide in action, they said. Now I'm hyped."
0: That should be good. But a tribute to Sting, I mean, what the fuck? What what footage are they going to use? The three appearances he had at the asylum? Yeah. Maybe they could get the WWA footage too. I don't know.
1: That's a good that's a good point. <clears throat> Actually, they have some because Jarrett wrestled them on one.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Final Resolution Final. Sunday, January 15th. Final Final Resolution
0: 2006, that was a pay-per-view that I almost bought with my buddy Anthony. We were in my living room, and I was like, dude, it's Sting. And he was like, oh, dude, get it. And I almost did it, and then I didn't. Why didn't? Because I told him, I was like, dude, you know Sting is just going to win. Like, what's the fucking point? So you ruined it? Yeah. Wow. What a dweeb. That's the reason why I didn't get... uh, What a dweeb. That's the reason why I didn't get um WrestleMania 21, which is a great show. But I knew that Batista was winning.
1: Yeah, but I, you know there's the, the whole to other it. show to, there's the whole rest of the show to watch.
0: Yeah, I know. Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels great match. CM Eddie and Ray, great. We've seen that 5000 times. Money in the bank. Well, oh, big whoop. Oh, please. Yeah,
1: that's
0: why I didn't do it. You're being a drama queen. No. No, I'm
1: not. I
0: did buy recipe 22. That was my last one I bought. 26. Wow. Junior in high school.
1: Harrison here with Daniels, tossing him out of the ring to the floor. He's going to be covered in confetti now. Great. Oh, yeah. and Gail Kim kicked him. Styles just came over and yelled at her. Now she's running away. Are we about to crown new champions here, you think? No. You don't think so?
0: No, I mean, it would make sense to do it, but they've already ruined the confetti. It's gone.
1: Oh, that's a good point. Interesting. I'd actually almost think there's more of a chance if Daniels wasn't fighting Joe at the pay-per-view. Right. I think that's almost the more of a giveaway, right?
3: Yeah. No.
1: That's a good point. Okay. Uh, Storm hmm. threw Daniels in the ring. Harris went for a cover, but Daniels kicked well, out.
0: You know, you could even do—you know—you start two thousand six with a big title change, and then the next impact, you just put the titles back on. Oh, that's head. true.
1: That's yeah. true. Because of Samoa Joe or something. Yeah, something whatever. Stalling vertical suplex by Harris, walking around the ring with Daniels up on his shoulder. Wrestling is all about moments, not how long they've had it.
0: After the moment, it's all yeah. about the. People always okay. talk about Lex Luger beating Hogan on Nitro. Guess how long he had that belt for? Five days.
1: But he beat him on Nitro in front of a exactly. crazy crowd. And that's the that's the moment. No, you're
3: totally right about that. Harris trash talking gets hit in the midsection by Daniels. Rakes the eyes.
1: We are at the 15-minute mark into this episode, if you're watching along with us, as the AMW double-teams Daniels in their side of the ring. Tanae really driving
0: home that their attitude has changed since they've been with Jarrett in reference to AMW, and that's not true. I mean, their attitude was changing, I would say, two months before.
1: They were teasing. yeah. Remember that I, one show where Harris was laughing and we were like, oh, oh my shit. God, I was just
0: going to say, dude, it was laughing or like a smirk. And I, we were like, oh fuck, that ain't good. That's not good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was more of the, we didn't expect it to be with Jarrett situation yeah. that I think is like the crazy part. By the way, if you're up past midnight right now and you want to, you're watching Impact up next, best of 2005 UFC coming on at about one thirty in the morning or to what? 12.30, excuse me. 12.30 in the morning. You can go ahead and check that out, in case you have nothing else to do on New Year's.
3: Oh, Death Valley dryer that looked good. By Daniels to Storm, but he can't capitalize because he's injured. <laughs> he's been taking a beating for several minutes. He's got oh, to clear the concussion. Oh, that's right. He's a little dazed,
0: dizzy, a little, a little dinged up. Oh, oh you're Styles! There goes Styles.
1: Springboard forearm. That's his finishing move. He's won a WWE title with that. He did. He took out Harris. Now he's going after Storm. Harris, clothesline, oh, duck set. Oh my god! The frickin' torture. Holy rack. shit! Torture rack spun oh. him down into a power bomb.
3: What the fuck? That,
1: that was, was crazy. To, that. to Harris. He just did it to Harris, who's about two feet taller than him.
3: Oh, Oh.
1: James Storm just hung him over the top rope there. Oh, he's about to crossbody Daniels on the floor now. Daniels sidestepped. That can could be a slipping hazard. Absolutely. Oh, I wonder what's about to happen. Daniels holding up both AMW. Here comes AJ Styles. Huge dive taking out AMW. Great mark, AJ. Vintage AJ Styles.
3: Vintage. TNA, TNA. Right now, they don't care
1: about their pass in their mind. Springboard missile dropkick to Harris by AJ Styles. Runs at him in the corner. Goes to splash him, but Harris caught him about to see catatonic.
3: Oh. Nope. Daniels broke up that pin. Was that ever close or what?
1: Oh, ducks the clothesline takes out Rudy uh, Charles.
3: Okay. You think
0: Rudy over the course of four years would learn to like not get in the way? Yeah.
3: Daniels slams Harris out of the mat, going for the BME. Best. Moonsault. Ever.
1: Nope, lands on his feet. <laughs> Holy shit, oh. super kick by Storm. Storm goes after Styles with a super kick. Count Doesn't hit it. Styles, twist around. sunset flip. <gasps> Styles clashes. Is he going to hit it? Loops arm. Oh, oh my God. Did you see it? Did you see yeah, it? Yeah, he, he, he tucked his head. What the fuck?
0: Shannon Moore. Fuck me,
1: Dallas. No. <laughs> okay, I, dude, I did not expect this no why because the exhibition has to get punked no
0: Did a neck a shitty fucking neckbreaker that was neckbreaker off the middle rope he like jumped at him it, it's basically like a side uh
1: buff blockbuster get the fuck out of here he okay james storm just pinned styles after that neckbreaker by shannon moore they didn't even get to hit their own
3: finish Wow. Okay.
1: <laughs> that happened. We'll see you next Saturday. Well, he did say the X Division has to get punked, man. I mean, he just did it. Well, Storm is moving, by the way, so he he didn't get hit too bad. Oh, we're seeing a Conan music video. I think right? he, like, barely grazed his head. Well, yeah, but it looked nasty still. There's, like, a 3-Life Crew, um like, video package. Oh, now we're seeing... Yeah, like what Christmas is this? Stuff? Is this like a highlight? I, this must be a highlight package.
3: From the last episode. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Okay. You know what they're about to show us again, though. Homicide. Let's go. Oh, maybe not. Jackie Gator.
1: It's not what you think. Oh, yeah, remember, Jack? You know, information that we would, that TNA managers would love to have. Face of TNA is going to change forever. I love when Bob Armstrong does the exaggerated like <laughs> thumb up. <laughs>
3: Oh yeah, dude.
1: Is this not two thousand five rock music or what?
3: One hundred percent.
1: Beer bottle shots and stuff. And now we're seeing what happened, what led to the match we just saw, and then here it is. Oh, Don't well, Paul didn't
3: even have man. a bandana on. He just had sunglasses on. My mistake. Nice pounce by Monty Brown going after Christian Cage. This is fun. And now we're seeing, literally, we
1: just saw the end of the match we just saw. And then we're going off the air. Bob, what do you think about the first episode of Impact?
0: Thumbs fucking down. Fuck Shannon (coughs) Moore and this punk bullshit. No, 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 no. That pisses me off.
1: You can't just say say thumbs down because of him.
0: Oh, I can. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I'm starting 2006 off. Thumbs down. That was garbage. I did not need to see Shannon fucking Moore. To start my year I didn't know you no. hated him so much I think what I don't like about Shannon Barr Is His personality What in the world? Or the persona I don't know I do- This is going to sound so fucking weird I, can't I don't it. buy him as like a punk rock guy Jesus Christ I don't, <laughs> I don't. The, what in the, the world? fucking <laughs> Mohawk The tattoos All these things because I just remember him as a young guy from the three-count crew. A boy band.
1: See, but I no. don't, so... He's a
0: punk rock dude? No. Or, okay. like, an MF'er. I remember mf Okay, I like and the mf No, it's thing. like, he's such a... Ch- no, I don't know. I don't...
1: Well, as someone who is not biased because of Shannon Moore, um, I think that was a very average uh, or below average show. So, for me, that is a thumbs in the middle. Because, like... I didn't like that they didn't hit their finish to win. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay, well, in all seriousness, you said average to below average? Yeah, I think it was like, but it's hard. It's hard to judge it because we literally saw what is technically like a half an episode.
0: Yeah, I don't think I would say below average. Well, nothing happened. Because- Okay, we got the official announcement of Sting, and then oh, we got right. the okay, official fine, announcement okay, of Sting's fine. tag match with Christian Cage at fine. final Resolution. It was average. It was average. And then we also got a fucking, uh, like, 10-minute match of, between AMW and Daniels and Styles. Okay, fine. So to me, it's an average show, which by default means I have to give it a slight thumbs up if I were to do a thumbs up or thumbs down. I can't give it a thumbs down, even though I fucking hate Shannon Moore. Okay, so Bob's
1: switching his mind. Well, I was I joking I think- before. I'm going mean, to say the thumbs in the middle for me still, because... All right,
0: well, I have to... I don't do thumbs in the middle.
1: Oh, but still beat, averages still, thumbs up. Doesn't matter, still right. averages. The
0: listeners, though, they demand, like, you know, concrete. You got to right, be shit right. of your shit, so I, yeah. I'm i sure of it, so... you sure are. It advanced stuff in the future. We have our pay-per-view main events. Okay, fine. And we had a, a good little tag match there for... Little bit so I'm fine with it, I, except for Shannon Moore. If Shannon Moore is like gonna be a because Jeff Jarrett loves Shannon Moore, right? Because he wanted to bring him in months ago. I think so. This is not like a recent thing. Like he's he has he likes Shannon Moore. So if Shannon Moore is gonna be some kind of major player in TNA, I might I might have to fucking scream. Oh wow. Well, about if he wins out. the exhibition championship in 2006, I'm going to have a problem with that. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, I can just look it up. But, I mean, I really hope that doesn't happen. That'd
2: well, anyway.
1: Uh, that was our first episode of 2006, guys. And I think it's only going to go up from here. So, I think it's... Uh, I'm looking forward to our next episode where Homicide is going to be wrestling. Yeah, Homicide and Apollo. Yeah, so I'm looking for yeah. to add a little bit more.
0: Yeah, was there anything else? Was there another thing they mentioned, or was it just that?
1: They did mention it sounded like something, but I didn't quite catch it, so I didn't make note of it because I literally did only heard the homicide thing. So I'm not sure, actually. <laughs> um, let's see if I can find out real quick.
0: Uh, nope, that's not the one I wanted. This one, um, no, I think that's
1: it. That's the only one that we know. Well, we will find out soon enough.
0: Yeah, we will. So, um, all right, well, what six days? Yeah, it will be time for the January 7th, 2006 episode of Impact as we march on towards final resolution will we see sting he's been revealed as signing with the company apparently now they've also said we'll see him in the impact zone will it be a final resolution will it be on impact before final resolution there's only one way to find out and that is to continue on with us here on the podcast so until next week for dallas greeley i am bob helling jr and this has been the tna cross the line podcast
2: we find the fittest guilty.